1: Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
2: And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Happy birthday.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, it is my actual birthday, the day we were recording this time. If you're listening to it, my birthday was last week. Thank you for the, and I'm going to say the exact number. Uh twelve people who have DM'd me happy birthday <laughs> today. It. Thank you very much. A lot of you. A lot yeah. all twelve of you. Um and someone even Venmoed me fifteen dollars for a birthday drink, which I thought was the nicest thing I've it's the first gift I've gotten today. Mike. Wow.
2: My- <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. Mike it's a week later, and really, I hope that gift has come already. I,
1: I, am gonna pray for him.
2: I, <laughs> I'm praying for him too. I mean, for those on YouTube, this episode is our first on YouTube. You can see Jordana and her birthday splendor. Yes. You know, uh, and and me and my. All black, everything. Yeah. Uh, we're ready
1: for filming. I'm ready. ready to go. I'm very, I'm really excited about this. Thank you to everyone who's already subscribed right. to our YouTube page. That's betches.co slash YouTube is the link to find the YouTube page.
2: That's right. And it's in the link of the description and all that stuff. So we want subscribers. We want you to subscribe. It really costs you zero dollars to subscribe where we're, we're I, I think this is a i feel comfortable yes. with this ask is hey go to the youtube channel subscribe that helps us out also it gives you an opportunity to have it there for when you want it. You might not want it today. It might be next week. It might be. We don't know when you're going to become a YouTube person, but people do enjoy watching these episodes. And if we get 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, we will do a bonus episode. We will, we will give dating at makeovers. Yes. On, on YouTube. YouTube.
1: Yeah. So if you guys want that, um, and you want us to do that, get us to 10,000 and it. we'll just keep upping the ante. So, right. you know, and then back. you
2: guys would then we'll say we've got, once we've gotten to 10,000, I'm confident we will. Yes. Um, we'll say, okay, send in your dating app profiles and we'll start giving makeovers. We'll start, you know, hitting project runway here. We'll, you know, start finding our inner Tyra Banks.
1: Exactly. And you know, if you wanna say thank if you wanna say a happy belated birthday to me, you can give me a belated birthday gift if you haven't subscribed yet by going there and subscribing. And a lot of you, exactly two hundred and ninety three people as of this recording, have already subscribed. There we go. So we're on our way.
2: That was quick too, because this we we record the day up. So this is this is great. And hold on, let's go back to your birthday. Happy okay. birthday! Thank you. Thank you. Happy oh. birthday to you. I, I
1: got the voice notes this morning. Yes. I got two because we're we're at the we're at the age where we neither of us know how to use technology. No. So I got I woke up to eight fifteen because early morning waddling. during my
2: wordle hour.
1: Yeah, I got a forty four second happy birthday voice note and then a did it send. <laughs> and then um, I was like, "I love it." You're like Marilyn Monroe. Um, and then you sent a second version because you w- weren't sure that the first version sent.
2: Here's what's so confusing about voice notes: you send them, and then they like, I guess they disappear, right? You you only get to play them for like two minutes or something. So I
1: think so. I got to save it.
2: Oh, you did? Yeah,
1: you can. There's an option to save, so oh, I have them. Oh
2: no! If you wanna. No. You know. Thinking of all the voice notes I've sent out there. No,
1: I. I Jared, you should charge people to come out of the out of a cake on their birthday and sing. I birthday. would. Listen,
2: uh, play. I the, maybe there's
1: a lot of women who would be interested. Guys, well, this ca- I be, guess that's
2: what cameo is. But.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but you would physically come. Oh, yeah. Come out of the cake. Well, sing the song.
2: Let me explain myself. So the first one, I was at my coffee shop and I was like. And and a little here's, background noise. here's the so there was background noise. But I
1: appreciated that you were doing it in public.
2: I did very publicly. <laughs> <Okay>. I <laughs> this is actually it's funny because it's it's funny because you like this is this actually relates to what we talk about in the show, like the idea of like seeing someone post on stories, but they're yeah. not texting you back. Right. So I was about to post like new episode, happy birthday Jordana episode, and then I was like, wait a minute, I said I was going to send a voice note. So I was like, I hadn't sent the voice note yet. So I was like, I got to send it now before I post this. I don't want to look like I was like some sort of liar. So I like did the voice note and it was amongst the coffee people.
1: (laughs) Was everyone looking at
2: you? Everyone. I'm sure. And then I was like, and then I go to my phone to go check. And then the text doesn't move up the screen. When you send a voice note, it doesn't move yours to the top. So I was like, did I just sing happy birthday to someone Random,
1: did it disappear? It right. disappeared.
2: I don't know yeah. where it went, so I was like, I got it though. It
1: said, Well, then yeah. you told
2: me you got it, but I, that was as I was taping the second rendition. Okay, that's why I sent it again. So
1: I see. Okay, well, I got the I got both. The second one is a I'll play the second one because that's more okay. fine tuned.
2: That's okay. when I really let it fly. Hold on. Okay, I think there I I think we go. It the first time, but I'm not sure, so I may have sang happy birthday to a random person. And I wasn't really in good surroundings to do it. So now, let me give the real rendition. Happy birthday to
1: you. Happy birthday to you. Can you? I can imagine you coming out of a cake. That's right. right. Lucky you up, listener.
2: For the right amount of subscribers,
1: yeah, for twenty thousand subscribers,
2: <laughs> I'll get out of that cake. Jared
1: will come to your birthday party and come out of a cake.
2: I will. I'll do it.
1: And and for for fifty thousand subscribers, he will dress up in the Marilyn Monroe dress while I'm he's in. doing it.
2: I, listen, at twenty thousand subscribers, I'll do a, We'll do a YouTube video of me coming out of the cake, thanking you. Yes. We'll do it. We'll put that on the channel. See, this is we're, we we've broken out of our, our our shackles of the audio platform. Exactly. Now we have all the you know the video, and we can do it all now. So
1: we're gonna be in your face. That's right. So.
2: All up in your face.
1: Exactly. You'll we'll get to see our reactions. It's going to be amazing.
2: So we're pumped about the YouTube channel. I'm pumped about the birthday. I mean, you've gotten all the happy birthdays. Yes. You're anti-slack happy birthday.
1: I am anti-slack. It's funny. Um, I, I am always... I really don't like mass birthday texts. Yeah, I don't, um, I, I'm with you. And the birthday... There is a batch in, in Betch's Slack in our company office Slack. There's a Slack and every other day it feels like someone says happy birthday in Slack to the person whose birthday is, and then you just get like 45 happy birthdays in it. I hate it. I never say happy, on principle, I never say happy birthday to anyone whose birthday has been announced in Slack.
2: (laughs) A window Um, into what it's like to work for Jordana. (laughs) No happy birthdays on my
1: watch! I just find it to be like so, um, you're just checking the box, it doesn't feel personal. And actually, I actually think if you're just gonna write happy birthday to someone, Someone, don't even do it. You could write happy birthday and then a little nice little note. Then you send happy birthday. No one needs your just regular H-B-D. happy birthday text.
2: No, no, no. It, it has to be, hey, thinking about you on your birthday. Yeah. Something
1: that gives. Hope you're having a great day. Let's. And and yeah. let's
2: also, let's make a rule here. Let's stop at happy birthday.
1: Don't expect the conversation to go on because then what you've done is you've now looped the person into having like 45. 45 mini conversations right. of small talk That's
2: the opposite the day. of a gift. Yes. This is a this is you've given work to the birthday person.
1: Exactly. And I hate small talk. That's my biggest nightmare. <laughs> Happy
2: birthday. So how you been? No. No, I've <laughs> been good. I'm right. I'm old now. That's how I'm been. Yes. I'm di- I'm closer to death.
1: Let me figure out how to like end this conversation with a emoji, like a reaction on a different day than my birthday because I'm busy on my birthday.
2: Absolutely. And if you write, we should do drinks on the birthday after the happy birthday text, you are that guy. You are horrible. You are the person people avoid. You are the person that we all duck away from when we see them at a party. You are that person. And it's okay. Everyone is redeemable. You yes. can come back from this. I'm, I'm giving you a hard truth right unless now. You're,
1: unless you're dating.
2: Unless you're, yeah, if you're dating, yes. that's a different, two yes. Dates. Two, two dates. dates. Happy
1: birthday. Let me take you out. Let
2: me take you out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. But if it's, mm-hmm person oh, from college you I haven't, haven't seen it in 10 in years
1: anything more if I haven't spoken to you within the month
2: right don't ask me to do anything <laughs> ever ever this is why I have the, I have it set where my texts delete after a year
1: I know I don't know how you do that
2: you can it's a memory thing no I
1: know how you do it I'm yeah, saying right. I don't know why you do that I oh I do that because
2: version. it's it's my favorite thing in the world to see if if it makes the cut the happy birthday followed by the next happy birthday oh that's funny <laughs> If you just see I once posted it was it's a friend of mine from college she uh, her and my friend from high school I ended up getting married and she texted me happy birthday so you know she would have been just a friend from college and now we're closer because of the all right. the strings that attach us so it is so funny she texted me happy birthday then I got a year later our next text is her saying happy birthday and then I posted Did it. Did you
1: say happy birthday to her? I guess you didn't. I guess I didn't. <laughs> someone didn't That's say That's also <laughs> an embarrassing thing when you realize the last text was them wishing you last year a happy birthday. And then they've done it this year and you never wish them a happy birthday.
2: Listen, here's the rule. If you're going to text someone happy birthday and your last text is your happy birthday to them. Don't do it. Friendship's over. Right. You're yeah. done. They haven't even Goodbye. said happy birthday. Right. It's over. Yeah. We can we can walk away from this.
1: I actually sometimes do think when it's someone's birthday and I haven't spoken to them a while and I have no real interest in pursuing the friendship, I'm like, should I text them happy birthday or message them? And then I'm kind of like, no, that's giving the wrong idea. Right. This is your chance. That's being a friendship fuck girl. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> friendship fuck. It is. Yeah. Because now it's like this obligation. I'm letting them think
1: that I the friendship means more than me to me. Than right. It
2: does. <laughs> That is exactly what it is. Yeah. And these people are out there. They're out there all the time. They're just taking up your time and distracting just, you from
1: just refreshing Facebook just to see who's next on their uh, on their hit list. Listen. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the question remains. How lonely are you? Yes.
1: You know what I like to do is I like if I see it's someone's birthday on Facebook and I'm still a Facebook user.
2: I am, too. And I know what you're going to say. And I do the same exact. Thing.
1: Or you see it's their birthday on Facebook. Oh, we're still friends. Unfriend. 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 I unfriend. <laughs> I do the opposite of, of noticing that, so I can write on their wall. It's to defriend it's them, to get it's rid to end of the conversation and the, end the relationship.
2: I I totally I do the same thing. I unfriend people on their birthdays, <laughs> and I unfollow people I've dated on their engagement post. Okay, our story has ended. That's fair. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Goodbye. Free. Go free. Enjoy your love. I'm out.
1: I think that's smart, and I think that um, I do that. I use I would do that if anyone ever. Uh, Got into a relationship Okay
2: So the relationship post You're out Yes Mm. The relationship
1: post It's like okay I'm um, I don't need to That's A lingering moment In my head Now Mm -hmm. it's I'm, I'm doing a cleanse
2: I also unfollow models When they have their baby Okay, I'm out.
1: Well, any like Instagram model. any
2: IG okay. mom. Ah, this has gotten too real. You're a mom. I can't be sense. fawning over you anymore.
1: That's why a lot of Instagram models, I feel like, don't post their relationship. It's to keep. I those, I, I,
2: those are probably people. their worst posts. Yeah, the boyfriend ten years, and I'm like, Ugh, Ugh. get out of here.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> stop I ruining
2: my fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> we've, been, we've been in love for years. What are you talking about? Who's this guy? <laughs> It's over. It's over for us. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, what's the plan tonight? Have we made plans tonight? What's the yeah, birthday? Just... People like hearing.
1: Do they? Uh,
2: I don't know. I like hearing. We're I like knowing going, what people going, do for to, their-
1: We're going to Strip House, which is not a strip club. It's a-
2: Very nice steakhouse. <laughs>
1: yes. It's not a- It's not. <laughs> it sounds like a strip
2: club. Bring me to the strip club, Mike. <laughs> yes. That'd be...
1: Strip house. Right.
2: Yes. Jordan is really painting point, a picture of herself. We're married
1: less than a year. Um, I need to, uh, you know...
2: Sew so your oats. things up, yes. <laughs> no, we're going to um,
1: a lovely steak dinner. It was nice. Strip
2: house is a nice place. It's got like Good. that... i like, never been. I think it has kind of the throwback, kind of mobster New york Okay. But I li- it's updated.
1: I like a nice, dark, like dark room Mm. martini steak is like a nice birthday vibe.
2: That feels very birthday. That'll be fun. Yeah. Nice dinner. Wednesday night, New York City. It's getting, it's cooling down the misty sky. It's It's gotham right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A little, not sunny, but I don't care. It's pretty, uh, it's nice.
2: This is, this is, tonight would be a night out. Tonight's a good steak, you know, Gotham, very New York Foggy. We're gonna smoke cigars. Smoke cigars. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Martinis, blue cheese stuffed olives. Love exactly. it for you. So happy you. birthday. Um, what are we? What are we what do you, talking well, about? What do,
1: you, do you have any shows? I got the, shows. I got yeah. shows.
2: I got shows in different area codes. Area codes. Shows. <laughs> shows. I got. <laughs>
1: This is the show's show's bit.
2: Yeah, this is the show's bit. Okay. So, uh, listen, if you're on YouTube, you're getting all the stuff on right the now. On the road again. On the road again. So, I'm going to be in Buffalo this weekend. If people came to Chicago, thank you. Speaking um, of
1: Gotham-type cities. I
2: mean, yeah. I, I love Buffalo. Yes. A little, they got a little sensey. Just a tad. Tad Sensi. So last time. Did you get any
1: angry messages?
2: I got one guy that was like, keep Buffalo out of your mouth. <laughs>
1: Keep my city out of my right. fucking mouth. That's
2: what it was. It was very Will Smithian. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, the most sensitive cities are usually that way for, you know. Imagine
1: being that loyal to a city.
2: I can't the imagine being that loyal, loyal to anything. To yeah. <laughs> what, what do you say about my wife? Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, 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 to me, it's like obvious, like we're joking around, like, I, but also I don't, nobody spring breaks in Buffalo. So right. both can be true. You could have a great town where people are provincial. It's a very, like, everyone knows each other's city. I've said this a couple times, but it's also like, you know, I'm going to bring the hot, I bring my bag of laughs, all my props. Yeah. And I go on stage and, you know, honk my clown nose and then leave.
1: Not personal.
2: It ain't yeah. personal, but I'll be there this weekend.
1: Get so, your tickets if there's get any your tickets.
2: No football game. So... You got nothing else to do. There's literally nothing in Buffalo. Get there. Get there. Gonna be in Detroit. Oh, Detroit. It's becoming an issue. Detroit what? has gotten out of control.
1: Why? All your family's coming?
2: It's my mom's side of the family. My mom is a disaster. My mom <laughs> is is just... I can't... I, 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 I'm gonna be pretty honest right now. Okay. It... it my mom is out of control. I How so? So I have my mom's side of the family's coming to the show, which I'm happy to have them. I get a text, hey, we need twelve tickets. Twelve? I go That's twelve. Ballsy. That, ballsy. That's ballsy. I don't care yeah. who you, you you could be my brother. I'd yeah. be like, you twelve?
1: That's ballsy. But Honestly, the, I feel bad asking for anything more than two.
2: But I'm happy to help. Okay. I'm one of four needed. Six, I got gotcha. you. Twelve is insane.
1: Yeah. So, why I, don't you just ask for a private show?
2: Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Well, I'll pop out of the cake for them. Right. And honestly, my brother, I could look at him and go, Twelve, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. But it's like second cousin. Okay. So I go, uh, so then I go to my parents. I go and, and like I'm looking at. When I talk to my parents, what do we talk about? Food and talking shit. So I call my parents. I go,
1: Can you believe it? Can you believe it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're asking for twelve. Tickets, and I and my, my dad goes, Oh my god. My mom goes, Oh my. My mom. I mean, she can't handle herself. You know, mama bears. This is when I realized like women protect.
1: Yeah. They, pl- plus, it's just exciting to have some drama.
2: I, That's this the is the other part. this is something I'm also realizing about women with the the movie what's the movie
1: uh don't worry darling
2: the don't worry darling people yeah. like you've just proven yourself to be a crazy fucking person
1: here's the thing I love drama I love I, exciting drama right and because I'm in a long-term relationship mm, I don't have enough of it right but I, st- I like when I was single it would be the highs and the lows I you get text, it. he broke up with me whatever yeah all this stuff and like part of that is like really exciting. So
2: it's a very female thing to me.
1: (laughs) I'm in the don't worry. That's why I watch Real Housewives. Right. I need like a fix. I'm like addicted. It's so funny. I see what you're saying about how it's like. From my
2: point of view, I'm like, I know. Listen, I listen. I love my mom. But this is I understand that she's wild. I would be like her too. Like, oh, I picked up on a little. I
1: picked on a little, little, uh, little piece of drama.
2: Right. Uh, And then then, let's expand it. And I go, but you're hurting me. Because I go, I'm the one who has to see the family. You what can happen sit in bokeh? So I go, my, so my dad goes, here's what you do. Say they only give you two tickets a night. Say I got yeah. you two, and then the rest dad can to go to, to my again. website. That That's an appropriate lie. Right. And I'm, listen, if they're listening right now, yeah, we tried to lie to you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we tried. I, I've done that too. I, yeah, right. That's I, the, appro- yeah. I believe in a healthy amount of lying to make people feel okay. it probably That probably totally. translates badly to my relationships, maybe. I don't know.
1: How does this dress look? Cute.
2: Looking good. Right, no. right, right. I, I'm not going right. to... And then I go to my parents. I go, can you believe the dress you wore? You know, like yeah. that. <laughs> so that's the fun of... Fa- that's what you have to talk about with your family. So my dad goes, tell them you get two a night and then the rest is up to them. And I go, that's perfect. I got my lie. Everyone's happy. Boom. Okay. I get a text from... My mom's uncle, which is like my grand uncle, who, you know, I've known my whole life. It is like seven phones long. Okay. And it was like, I heard there's a bad rumor that we wanted 12 tickets. That's just a rumor. No, that's not, <laughs> not true. We're going to be there. We don't want to bother. And I'm like... I know exactly what happened. Right. She went to the cousin, said, how could you ask for 12? Now I'm getting apologized to, and I'm the asshole who's complaining right. about them with 12. You're the one now, who's
1: there and they, you've been caught talking shit. Right. right. And now
2: I have to go to the show. Now I, my mom gets to sit in fucking Boca in, in Safetyville. <laughs> just uh,
1: just just high off of her drama. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> she gets all the fun of her drama. Just shooting and it up. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have to be the one to take the brunt of it.
1: Yeah, no, I get that.
2: I was so annoyed. I go, why would you do that? You know I have to. I go, you could, we had it all planned. And she just laughed. She made it weird. Okay. She thinks it's funny. Yeah.
1: Well, she doesn't feel weird about it because clo- it's her uncle. It's not right. her. Her uncle is probably closer to her than he is to you.
2: Also, this is all over the phone for her. She doesn't have to go to Detroit. Right.
1: She doesn't have to look someone in the eye when you denied them <laughs> right. a free ticket. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's awkward. And then
2: I've been complaining. And now, you know, listen, they'll probably listen to this well, whole podcast this
1: this is a good advertisement for that show. If you want to see it, be weird. Yeah.
2: Oh, if you want, come and to Thursday night. I think they're coming to all the shows. They're probably going to sit up front and just stare at me.
1: <laughs>
2: so and they're going to
1: see. And if there, there better not be any empty seats because then they're no. going to be like, oh, I thought you, you know, thought you I were doing had, okay. You yeah, too. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you, didn't you didn't have, have room for a few more. <laughs>
2: right. So Detroit, if you want to see, <laughs> if you want to see a. An episode of Real Housewives of Bloomfield Hills. Uh, You can come to (laughs) Royal Oak, Michigan. Um, Then I'll be in Albany. Milwaukee. Mohegan Sun. Come to the casino. Timonium. Magoobies. Magoobies. That's right. Richmond. And I'm coming home to Boston. Already sold out.
1: Wow. Wilbur.
2: The Wilby. Love it. The Wilbur. Already
1: sold out. That's amazing.
2: Homecoming. Thank you. I think we're going to add a second show. That's awesome. So if you're listening right now and you're in Boston, show 1 done. Show 2 maybe. It's it's if it's <laughs> if it's if it's happening it's on my website now cuz I just got an email about it just and now. And
1: it'll sell out. So it, get, your, it will get your sell tickets. out.
2: okay? So we have
1: Cuz he only has two comps. So that's you right, get <laughs> your tickets now.
2: 12 is insane. 12
1: is crazy. You can't ask for 12.
2: Even but even if you were like to me, it's like even if you wanted twelve, like I just still wouldn't. S- end, right, saying twelve is crazy. Yeah,
1: not, is they, g- they don't
2: even expect twelve,
1: right? But you put it on me. Yeah, that's insane. Four, four <laughs> is I think the most I'd be comfortable. I,
2: and I'm happy to help. I'm happy, you know. Yes. I guess I'm not happy.
1: Happy to well, help to an extent.
2: To an extent. Yes. I don't know. There's, I it's,
1: <laughs> I get it. I get it.
2: This is what happens when you go home for shows or go to anywhere where there's family. I had someone for the Boston show. They're like, where could we? a friend of mine from high school? She was like, so should we sit up front so we have like get interaction with you? And I'm like, are you trying to ruin my life? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to talk to you. If I saw something.
1: Wait, don't make this part of my job. Now. Right,
2: right. Figure. <laughs> right. Is to have. How do I ignore you in a show <laughs> of 1100 people? No comedian wants people they know up front. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying because.
1: Because then it's not, it's about you add another layer of, ir- of like um, of work to it.
2: Right. Because yeah. there, there's an illusion too. I'm performing. You know, like there, you know, I'm not always ranting like this, like I am on this podcast right now. Like, you know, there's. You
1: want to be your stage self, not your. Right. You
2: know. And I can't go. High school. I can't do personal jokes about you. Cause the person in the back who doesn't know you from fuck is right. like, what is he talking about? Like, I can't go, where are you from?
1: Yeah. Have some, some high self-awareness. Awareness. <laughs> right. Need him high alum. That's right. Okay. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence Multi Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence Multi Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science Clarence has a long legacy of creating industry first plant forward products UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. So let's get into today's episode.
2: Now that I've burned every friendship and family member.
1: (laughs) If you have any friends, you won't be getting any birthday texts on your birthday now. The
2: worst day of the year. (laughs) It's
1: going to be even worse now. Right. So we have a new article for you guys. We're on an article on an article spree.
2: An article spree. Our our response to the last article got some feedback, huh? People
1: were a little upset about the the lonely the lonely single men article.
2: Listen, if you want dishonesty, go find a fun TikToker to follow you're not going to find it here. Okay. Yeah. Because anyone who is looking at the lonely, the rise of lonely men, they were doing it because it's easier to get followers by going. Yay. Yeah. Men are lonely. Yeah. Women are winning. That's how you get followers.
1: We're not here to coddle you.
2: No. We're
1: here to spit in your face. No, I'm just <laughs> We're here to, to, to give you the, the cold hard truth. Uh, listen,
2: it's an opinion, but yeah. I would say I look at that article, the rise of lonely men. when, when there were people saying, we're not going to take it anymore. Well, you can't, you're not going to cause that's women we ain't taking it no more put on your pussy hats because we're going marching to washington and we ain't sucking dick ever again like no that's not a real response to that article also
1: that article <laughs> sources were tiktok
2: right? which is not a valid
1: research-based uh source it
2: was a fun title to send to your friends and, and it, go look right. at us pat us on the back and it wasn't real and it worked for and them. it worked it so worked just remember yeah. you bought it and it worked psychology today can now do some swipe ups and yeah. get some, you know, the, for their TikTok. It, it, but the response to it, I I felt very confident in our response. Yeah. We were very measured. And if, you know, you have to wonder, what are people selling you? You have to be. A, a, and is it real? Right. right.
1: Is it real? Or is it a clickbaity thing that doesn't really have much merit? Um, now we have a new article from the <coughs> New York Times. Ever heard of it? Right. Um. This one's better. This one's better. Has this, research, yeah. has facts, has some statistics, has surveys, that kind of shit.
2: It has someone that we we actually endorse.
1: Yes, we had her on our... It's quotes from Dr. Helen Fisher, who was on this show a few years ago. Great guest. You guys should... We'll post that episode. She was a great guest. She was fantastic, yes. and
2: she lives in the land of reality.
1: And she's a... Yeah, she's a researcher. She's, her opinions are based in science. Right. Right. Um, but anyway this article is about the fact that the dating apps are this month or 10 years old mm-hmm. which is a pretty big milestone
2: it's a huge milestone it reading this made me reflective I personalized it yeah because I if they're 10 years old today or whatever in September mm-hmm. that means I was 27 when these came out I was like in the heat like yeah. it couldn't have hit me at a more impressionable dating spot as a guy. That's a, I have a question for
1: you about that. Sure. Okay. So when I, when they came out, I was freshly 23. Uh Uh-huh. So, but I was like pretty much, it was, I had one year out of, out of college dating without dating apps. Yeah. And then it was dating apps. Mm -hmm. So, but for you, you had probably like four or five years of dating without the apps.
2: But there were dating websites. Okay. Like, J date was happening. It was a thing. People were on dating websites, and I, me being one of them. Yeah. Um, it was starting, it, and dating websites had just stopped being, or it felt as though it wasn't for like nerds in the in at home or divorcees that didn't know how to you know couldn't didn't want to like have people to go out with. Okay. They like, were stigmatized. They were a little that. stigmatized, yeah. and then I remember they exist, and they were fine. They were like actually like made some sense. Right. And.
1: Well, it th- was less, it wasn't, it was, bef- the, so the difference is those weren't a swipe.
2: No. Well, that's, right? that is the thing. I remember when I was 27, they came out. I, I didn't remember I was 27 until this article, but I remember at the age I was at when they came out. And let me give you the male side of this. And I think mm-hmm. this is like important to even acknowledge, but it, it, it isn't really acknowledged because it's kind of icky. Okay. But you know, Dating apps or dating websites were like you are going on a date. When the swiping apps came out, I was like, "Whoa! I can just see if like I can just play see if hot." This
1: person thinks I'm hot, hot or not. Right? It's like um in the social network when right. he makes that face smash thing, and you're yeah. just kind of clicking who you think is hotter. Right? It became sort of a version of that. And I remember when it when Tinder came out, I remember exactly where I was. It was a brunch table. Okay. <laughs> um. And someone, we were, some people were talking about it. And so everyone downloaded it at the same time. Right. And they were just having so much fun. Yes. It was just like a, it was again, it was like that instant feel of gratification. Someone that was cute liked you back. And it was just very exciting. And
2: very exciting. And there was like, and what you say is so true fun. Like it was like this fun thing that was very shallow. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, it didn't feel like you were dating. Right. It is actually... You actually...
1: I feel like it was weird to go on an actual date almost from them. A Even, li- there was still a little something where it's like, oh, you're going to actually go out with them? Right. And it was a more... And I
2: remember and, and uh, in that vein, it was like, it kind of served the purpose it feels like it should only serve. Which it was like this like one little piece of your social life right. that only kinda happened in the Darkness. The darkness. The dark like in the corners. alleys, yeah. the dark corners, like, hey, I'm at this bar. You might be nearby. It was very or you quick. saw a
1: friend on there and you're like, oh my God, they're on They're it on, too. right?
2: And that was kind of hinge was started. It was called Hinge because you it was your hinging off of a friend. It your
1: face. it was based on like your Facebook friends that you had in common.
2: Right. And and you could then you'd see someone on Hinge and you go, Hey, who what's the deal with this person? You'd go to the person you had in common <laughs> And then you'd message about the person you knew in common, and hey, I'm out. You know, yeah, like it, it was, felt like
1: a safer version of the of the the Tinder type thing,
2: right? And but it did feel like it now with a dating app. I was thinking of like how I look at it now versus how I looked at it then. Mm-hmm. And then again, I was 27, so younger, not in the same mindset maybe that I'm in now. But it never felt back then like there was any importance to it. And your friends in relationships were like, they were oh, if I had Tinder, I'd be fucking like crazy." Let me swipe for you. It was very like, didn't matter. Right. And now there's seemingly it's like we've all kind of gotten hooked on the on the drip of it.
1: Right. And that's I mean a little bit about what this article is about, just saying that so many people are burned out with it. But it gives a good side to both. To the positives and the negatives of it. It
2: does say the positive. Yeah. I, that, that was nice to hear. They're like the the people who have gotten relationship from it have a positive experience with it, yeah. right?
1: So they said 12% of Americans, and this isn't from 2020, so it could be even more at this point. Mm. 12% of Americans have married or been in a committed relationship with someone they met online. And 57% of anyone who's tried a dating app said their experience was somewhat, if not very positive.
2: Right. And, and. There was also a part in the beginning that I was reading that just like, you know, people with bad experiences are like, oh, guys are following up with me and people that I've said no to are coming. And you're like, yeah, this is the...
1: Yeah, that's the bad side. The bad side of
2: this as well. And it offers more opportunity. You know, the guy you meet in a bar that kind of acts like a dick, like you leave and you didn't even exchange a name or anything.
1: Right. It gives them more. But I guess you could block them on the app. But still, there's a way there's... More, it just seemingly also they don't really know you, so it feels even scarier.
2: Right, and they have your, you know, if you whatever information your pictures, you put it, pictures yeah. and information on there, it's you know we're all talking about quote unquote stalking, and we, right, it's become like a kind of a jokey word, which is not a joke at all. Yeah, but people find each other, and then they go to your, and then you have other places that you can get in contact. So right. it is, it is a little bit more of a dangerous world out there now than it. That's was. true,
1: and then I think the even, I think the even the. The bigger downside of these things is what they talk about in terms of the burnout or the the, the disposability mm. or the feeling of I'm just like endlessly swiping and you feel kind of like a numb bitterness to the whole dating scene.
2: Well, I can say from experience, having been a part of this whole journey, mm-hmm. and you too, we, yeah. we, we've both been a part of this thing. I definitely think the difference between now and then is how much you assume about people now because you've seen it already. So you've been on the date. You assume about
1: them before you even go on the date, you're saying? And you
2: talk yourself out of dates. I think a lot of people, I think now people are less likely to go on dates from a dating app, but more likely to be on a dating app.
1: Right. Well, I guess there's a feeling if you're on a dating app and you're talking to someone, you don't need to, it's not like there's a pool of 10 people and you need to, and there's, you know, those are these ten people to choose from, and I'm gonna gotta go on a date with one of them. It's like mm. there's endless amounts of people. If I don't go out with this person, I could just go out with the other person who didn't say that slightly annoying kind of thing,
2: right? And and it's not as exciting before. Like just like you said, it was in the beginning, it was fun. You get a match, show me out. I've never right. done this before. Now it's like you get a match, you go, okay, what's coming from this person? Oh, they're from here, so they must be this, and they are they you know they do this, so they must be that, and they oh look at they they got the same answers. To the prompt that I've seen a thousand times, so they must be this. And mm. how was your weekend? I've done how was your weekend already. Right. So like we're almost numb to an excitement of it.
1: Well, I thought Dr. Fisher had an interesting quote. I don't think it's in this this uh, in our little outline of it, but she said that people when when you start to feel that way, a lot of people are binging. Yeah, mm. so she used that the term "binge," which I thought was a very interesting term to describe usage of the app, and to me, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. It's like if you binge something, you feel kind of gross after, right? Um, you're not you're not doing it mindfully. It's like if you went think about then it made me think of the parallels to dating apps, almost like the invention of of McDonald's. Okay, right? Where you're like, okay, here's this new thing. I don't even have to get out of my car mm. to get something that tastes pretty good. Yeah, right. Why don't I just do this all the time? Right, you do that all the time. <laughs> you start to feel kind of disgusting. Right, right. And you don't use it as 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 a part of your larger diet. Where you know, if I'm in a rush or I don't have time to do a, a to cook, I'll take my kids to McDonald's. If you do it every day, it starts to not be your friend anymore,
2: and it's not as special.
1: Right. Yeah. But is there something inherently wrong with McDonald's every once in a while? Not really.
2: I, you know, it's so funny. We were on the same wavelength, chose different vices okay what'd you choose i thought about alcohol okay i was like it reminds me of alcohol the way they're talking about dating apps like Mm. yeah having a drink every now and again is great feels good part of a well-balanced life right you're you're living and but if you're drinking every night you start being like what the fuck am i doing this is this isn't good for me this is and when you're feeling down it's the easiest crutch Right, it's the, just like you said with McDonald's. It's the easiest thing. You don't even have to get in the get out of the car. Having a drink is the easiest way to not deal with feeling bad. Right. I mean, like,
1: and these inventions, these are all things. I mean, maybe not alcohol, but invented to make your life a little easier.
2: I would say theory. alcohol too is sure. in, invented to make your take your time, you know, ease yeah. easier, make your your life easier to get through. <laughs> right. It's like, That's but it, yeah. it, it, because McDonald's, alcohol, a cigarette. Dating app, like it should be in that world of like of caution, right? Like a surgeon general's warning (laughs) could be, you know, like in what responsibility do these apps have? They we never think of them having any responsibility because we're like, no, you're just meeting new people.
1: I think one of the things this podcast does is it helps you to to be an educated consumer of these things. It's not saying, and I don't think anyone's saying don't use the apps i think the and i and they said this sort of in this article the best way to use the apps is and what you said the way it used to be fun when it started was it's part of your your whole life right way it's not the only way you're meeting people it's not the only way you're communicating with anyone but it's one piece of the pie
2: well to go back to i know (laughs) i was making fun of the uh you know the person that's like you know the, the the rise of lonely men and the person that's like that's us saying we're not going to take anymore that's not an honest measure of what the apps are right that i'm not saying women aren't strong i'm saying human nature exists and we need to admit to our faults and the things and the and the and and and, and, and the capacity to go down the wrong road or get a, you know get too carried away or you know because if we just say, oh, we're we're fine now, that's a lie. Like, yeah. to, to just say, oh, all women are better now and we're not dealing with shit. And it's like...
1: that it takes away any nuance from the conversation also.
2: Right, and it's yeah. also saying that people who do take shit aren't doing well. No, there are humans that are doing...
1: Or also that just, the, the single men are a piece of shit.
2: Right, every is, guy, you know, and, and that, not even to not all men, but to say right. that every woman, you know, I don't know. It's it just... This podcast lives in the land of like where this article I think lives in is to say like it's good and bad. Right. And it's
1: the most you can do is sort of is think critically about what you're doing and try to be intentional about it.
2: Right. And I mean, it made me think of my life. Like I was like, wow, these like if these apps didn't exist, because what they do is they make it easier for you to go. I can leave this relationship. Right. They make it easy because I'll be okay. There's people out there. I know it. They're and, that's, waiting.
1: and that's a good thing for a it's, lot of people.
2: Right. Because it doesn't make yeah. you stay in something that maybe wasn't right for you. Yeah. But then it makes you more frivolous for things that could have been right. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept thinking like, you know, I used to say this all the time. My, our grandparents had two people on their block to choose from. Right. And
1: Well, imagine how many people didn't leave bad relationships or bad marriages or bad things. Back in the day, when right? You were like, "What am I? Who's gonna? Where am I gonna meet anyone? What's why? I, I might I even, as well. Why don't I just stay in this shitty thing, right? For, rather than be alone?" I do think there is an upside to them of the idea of, you know, anyone you have access to so many more people, and and like Dr. Fisher says, if you use them as an introduction app, yeah, which is what she said on our show. She did say that, yeah. Um, and she, I think, she said nine people was the maximum amount of people that you could really form, like could have conversations with at the same time and form any sort of meaningful connection.
2: Right. I, I, it's, it's wild because, you know, life is a, is a Petri dish. You know, you, you, you add things in, mm-hmm. there's going to be different reactions, you know, like, and I, I said that about the bachelor all the time. I'm like, when they change something in the game, things, you know, everyone changes the reaction to each other. Yeah. So you put in a little hint of dating app You know, 10 years go by, you go, well, would I be in a different place than I am now? Do you know what I mean? Without it.
1: Who knows? What was your best... What do you think is your best dating app experience? Can you think of a a time that they worked for you pretty well?
2: I mean, I've gotten in relationships from dating apps. Okay. Um, Absolutely. So then that's... Yeah. Yeah. Someone you might not have met I mean, I wouldn't have never met some people... It's funny, I think of like, I think of the scenarios that were the, the beginning ones better than I do think of the scenarios now. Now, okay. Like, the the fun ones. Like, I, I do think of like, I remember one time I was on a dating app and I was at a bar and I was like, legi- no, I was at a show, I was doing a show, this was years ago. And at the show, I matched with someone, and the person wrote me, hey, how you, wh- what's going on? I wrote, what are you up to? They wrote, like, in town, at a friend's, you know, whatever. And I was like, well, I'm going out later after this show. And them and the friend came and met up, and I was with a friend, and we all got drunk and had a good time. Okay. And they had lived in New York City for a long time, so it wasn't like they were, like, you know, yeah you know tourists with the camera you know like it was like they were very comfortable in new york and we were all hanging out and we kept in touch and like i had a fun night but it wasn't like you know and then like kept in touch over the years like checked in with one another still,
1: still gonna have a happy birthday text
2: i might <laughs> <laughs> but i think of that you know relationship and i think fondly of that one where yeah. like we haven't like less
1: pressure it sounds like
2: it was like no pressure. It was fun, young. We're in a bar, had some drinks. We like made, you know, made out, whatever. But it was, and now keep in contact in a way that is like very genuinely nice and doesn't have that stuff okay, hanging around. But it's, um, I can't be more specific because I don't, I, I don't know That's what, fine. but no, it's, yeah. it is that I think I'm like, wow, never would have met that fondly. person. I think, I, I think of it finally. I'm yes. like, never would have met that person. I've always had a good time hanging out with them and I don't think of it as a romantic at all anymore. Like right. it, it wasn't that way, but it just, it's a positive experience for me. Sure. I can't speak for them. Right. I, I, but I, uh, we like got dinner. Right. Like, and I caught like up, you know, like, and I'm like, Oh, that's
1: sounds like low. Again, I think it's like a low pressure. When you think about that, It's fun Cause it's low pressure. that's not built up and there's minimal expectations.
2: Right. And that's what I think these apps were meant for. And now we now use the crutch forever.
1: Right. Well, if it's the only thing you're doing, it can feel I can again, it can right. feel burnouty, it can feel icky, it can feel like um going to McDonald's every day. Well, so,
2: right. <laughs> Someone wrote to my Instagram question box, they're like, "What do I do to meet people? I'm in my early 20s." And I was like, "Go out." Well, I was like, "Man, we are not creative anymore. Like early 20s?" Like, I, I was like... Go to a pregame. I mean... Well, I want to go to a pregame. Right. I want to go to a... a f-
1: I've been invited to a pregame in a long time.
2: <laughs> Jordan on her birthday. It's been 30 years since I've seen a pregame. Hold on. Can I read it to you? Because I just thought it a was... A pregame
1: is the modern day saloon. Right. Like, um, Or like, uh, you know, when, when you your grandmother would, would put you on her, like, in her saloon and you'd have people come and court you? That was how you met people back in uh, like the 1800s. What is
2: it? uh, There's a name for it. It's like uh,
1: getting courted. Cotillion. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) A pregame is the modern day cotillion.
2: (laughs) Tips for ways, places to meet people in your early 20s without using dating apps. And when I got that question, I'm like, wow, we are so addicted to this McDonald's, the easy answer. Right. That we're not even, this is the easiest bit of creativity. I was on a plane. They wrote tips, ways, places to meet people in your early 20s. So I wrote back, early 20s, you will never have a bigger friend group than you have now. Those are, and then they have friends of friends. And you know what? They literally all have free time. No yes. one has like kids. the engagement party, yeah. the kids, the mom's birthday, the dad's birthday, whatever it is, the the significant other's birthday. All you do is have See time. See the night takes you. Right. And then I planned them a Labor Day Derby party. A what? I call it the Labor Day Derby. Okay. Teams of four. You go to five bars, regular bars, and the fifth bar is a rooftop. Scavenger hunt. It's scavenger-y. Okay. It's, like a, it's more like a relay race. Right. So they go four, five bars, last one's a rooftop. Each team dresses as different forms of labor. So teams of construction <laughs> workers, teams of miners, teams of doctors, teams of pregnant women. At each bar, someone in the team has to chug a different drink, shot, beer, wine, margarita. Once the drink is done, you run to the next bar. The last place is the rooftop, and the whole team has to finish a burger and fries and a pitcher of water. First team done gets their drinks paid for by everyone else for the day. I love now this. you're in. This you're is
1: what, in. Is, really, this is part of your party company. What was the name? I, I keep my, the name? my side hustle. Yes. What was the? Pe- we've people, had a lot a few- of people... Uh, wrote in they, they made you some cover art for your bachelor party planning service.
2: Cheers batches with Jared Fried.
1: I liked that one. You got another one that was was kind of like a brothel. This sounds kind of bad.
2: Jared's Bachelorette Factory.
1: Yes. <laughs> that was a little that was a little, a little weird for me.
2: A little brothely. But, but I, I don't know that, that that really that question to me, early twenties, you have no idea. That I think if the they drug
1: thought, they thought a little harder they could figure it out but that's the yeah.
2: point is that we don't think a little harder because we're like ugh i'll pick up my phone and go to the app
1: right i'll just go to mcdonald's right why do i need to like go pick up groceries clean up make right. up all make up all this stuff it's the easy way out but i think that if you're intentional and you think about things and again that means that's not to say you can never use them i think they're very helpful in a lot of situations but just use them mindfully it's like social media you can feel burnt out and can, And like complete shit if you're on social media every day for 13 hours a day, like I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Me too.
1: But if you try to think about it and you're like, I should get off or I should... If you think about it, even just the act of thinking about why you're doing it when you're doing it or thinking about the way that you're thinking about it, I think gives you a little more perspective, will make you feel a little better.
2: It's the same thing as like... I, I mean, I'm doing this all the time. Am I full? Right. Have I eaten enough? Like... If it's you hard, don't think it's
1: about that, do in practice. Yeah, but, you're yeah, seven
2: bagels down the road, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> going I'll get some pizza.
1: Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul ce.com slash U U P to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash you up.
2: Let's just mark a, sa- a sex. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, J and J. I just started, and if you have an awkward sex, send it in, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. I just started listening to the pod around nine months ago and I got out of a five-year relationship. Starting to date again in my 30s has gone a little smoother with the guidance of you too. Thanks for all the laughs as well. Anyways, after listening to the awkward sex stories, one came to mind that I thought would be worth sharing. When I was a sophomore in college, I met a very large young man.
1: This woman is writing this email, and having read it already, she writes it like she's actually 75 years
2: old. Should I read it like she's 75? Yes. When I was a sophomore in college, I met a very large young man, nearly seven feet tall at a party. Everyone at the party was astounded by his stature. <laughs> he does that, right? his words, <laughs> and he clearly caught my eye. So, he certainly,
1: certainly, certainly caught, caught, my, caught I, my eye. eye. <laughs> that just
2: showed my inability to read, <laughs> and his was astounded by his stature, and he certainly caught my eye. He told me that he was going to a school a couple states away, but would come to our town often to visit friends. We headed back to my college house that I shared with five women. (laughs) This changing. And hopped into my little twin-size bed for some fun. This gargantuan beast of a man had the biggest dick I still have ever seen. <laughs> the dick was not seven feet; it was not an inch. I this translated to a great night. Is that just big dick translates great I don't great agree night? with that. No but you know
1: maybe it was clearly a mountain she needed
2: to to climb that's for sure but sadly the next morning he jumped ship and i realized my bed was soaked was it me my pussy no i'm <laughs> I I couldn't admit to myself that it was pee. Surely there must have been another warm and foul-smelling liquid in the room at the time. And if by chance it was pee, how could I be sure it was him? We were both very drunk. I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt and the mattress a good scrub. A month or so later, he was back in town and back in my twin-size bed. This time, the combined weight of me and my XL suitor was more than the tiny bed could take. I woke up from my haze to the shocking sight of a mammoth man sleeping on my tiny broken bed, completely naked with the exception of a bright blue condom from the jar at the health center, still encasing his giant dong. That is not a good look for a penis.
1: A condom at the end of a flaccid penis? Oh, uh,
2: just, yeah. it looks like it should be floating in the ocean. Very sad. Yeah, yeah, just looks like it should. Not a good look. Floating down the river of a bad section of town. Yeah, it doesn't look great. This image is as clear in my mind today as it was 12 years ago. And I do believe that the bright blue health center condom saved me from waking up in a piss puddle. Was it full?
1: Is that what she? said? I saying? guess he,
2: it's a water balloon now. Yeah. The bed was dry this time. Of course, I said yes when he asked to come over once more a few weeks later. Unfortunately, the joke was on me when I woke up and the bed was soaked again. This was the final straw and the bed was retired to the dumpster. I never saw the guy again, but my roommates and I will always remember that big fella as the bed wetter. Sincerely too piss poor for a full size bed. What a tale.
1: Um Yeah. Very large man.
2: Yeah, I guess how
1: how tall was he? Nearly seven feet. Wow.
2: Seven feet if not an inch.
1: Yeah. That's that's <laughs> tough. It's tough to be that tall because you're gonna be remembered.
2: Oh, yeah. And get a nickname. Yeah. No, there ain't you no... Would, you would
1: think it would relate to his height and not be the bedwetter. No. Oh, that enormous man.
2: <laughs> oh, we call him the bedwetter. Oh, damn it. <laughs>
1: he probably has a huge bladder, too. Right. Just given the size of him.
2: I mean, she probably woke up like swimming in a little hot right. tub.
1: It's funny to think about the enormous man. I feel like every college had like their basketball the big player yeah. who was... Just in, like, and all the girls were sort of into it in theory. Really, in theory, I think they were all like,
2: "You yeah, just want to know." Super
1: hot. Oh, really? Whatever, because he's like so tall. Yeah. But then in practice, it was always a little weird.
2: It's like too tall. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got there's there's like an oddity to it. Yeah. Seven feet is tall. That's very very tall. Like I'm five foot eight and a half. Uh, and I would just look like miniature.
1: I'm trying to imagine you seven feet tall.
2: Oh no, that's so tall. Yeah, and it's like they have to talk about it all the time. Like you, you there's right. Com- someone's
1: asking them about it all the time. Wow, the time. you're tall. There's it's comedians. So annoying. It's got to be the worst yeah.
2: because there's comedians that are like very tall and like that's what they talk about. You just get the first- comments
1: on it all the time. All the time. You can't just go about
2: your day. No. Like, people will just say, talk. Just, like, look at you. First thing they said. Right.
1: Well, at least she gave him something else to talk about.
2: Right. What do you got? Any name ideas?
1: Maddie um, had the super soaker, the big dig urine energy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and the bedwetting bandit. I This made me think of the movie Elf. I just pictured Will Ferrell. And, you know, when he, like, is yes. in the beginning parts where he's one of the elves, but he's seven right. feet taller than them. <laughs> just imagine him doing this.
2: Right. I could see that. I didn't. Yeah. I... I kept thinking the big kahuna. I like that. <laughs> just <laughs> big the big pee Big and tall. Big and tall. Big and tall. Right. The, the super soaker's good. I like that. I can't
1: believe she didn't address the fact that he peed in her bed either time.
2: it it must have been so much pee.
1: Right? He's like, imagine a larger animal.
2: I, I just I imagine his perspective though. He's like, fuck. I keep I woke up in a bed that I broke. Like how? (laughs) Yeah. It's not, you know.
1: I'm a monster.
2: (laughs) Like he's got, the the, the problem with being seven feet is you're. a twin size bed too. Right. You're always uncomfortable. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like I get in a bed, like I don't have to like. Imagine flying economy. (laughs) I I can't. I can't. I won't. (laughs) I won't imagine it. It's too horrible of a vision to even entertain. I cannot fathom living that life
1: Ugh. but i mean i would say that the bedwetting twice is more of the deal breaker right
2: so you'd be out if they bet no there's like bedwetting guys like i live in a fraternity there were guys like known as bedwetters
1: yeah drink less well- <laughs> that's the solution if you know that when you get really right. drunk you pee in yours or someone else's bed there's a solution out i that mean what's to be done I, uh- <laughs>
2: The solution to my fraternity was like rubber sheets. Right. People were like, oh, just uh, this isn't a problem. It doesn't last for too long.
1: <laughs> no. It's funny. Imagine imagining the older, like someone in their 30s. Just I got rubber sheets. And th- Have you ever thought about drinking less?
2: Red flag deal breaker. <laughs> you come back to a guy's place, rubber sheets, because he wets the bed when he gets drunk. No, drink You're less. Out. Drink less. I've had women pee the bed. Um, and... They are very embarrassed. I, you should be. It's an embarrassing thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, it was never like something to be ashamed about. Because, like to me, I, I agree. You have like, to drink have less. some
1: shame about these things. You, you can't just be complete. <laughs> oh, what you,
2: what? What's you the problem? What's it's the basically issue? water, right? That's not an attitude. You could, they have to have a little bit of shame. Sure, I always felt bad for their shame because I was like, listen, we'll wash it up. It's not a big deal. Like right. I, I, I mean, like, they don't have
1: to hate themselves, but right. they should be a li- you should be a little embarrassed if you pee in someone's bed, at least.
2: Someone once peed my couch. Like, I slept in the bed, and then they slept on the couch. And no, they got drunk. I put them on the What'd couch. What did you do with the couch? It was my friend's couch, and he was okay. so mad. So I roomed with my friend. They came over. So she got a little drunk, and I, like, brought her to the couch to sleep. Okay. And then gone the next, you know, just disappeared into the... You disappeared? No, she did. Like, I went out for the night. I was (laughs) like, okay, you're done. Well, this was like a social event and she just like fell asleep on the couch. I was like... Are you hooking up? We, I think we had hooked up and then we had broken up and then like she was nervous about coming back to like... This was college. Like, it was... You could feel nervous. So I go, get on the couch. College couch. College Mm -hmm. couch. And then I went out, (laughs) you know, with my friends and then came back gone, but soaked,
1: Ugh. What do and you do my with My roommate was
2: so mad.
1: You have to throw it out, right? Or something?
2: Can you I was that? drunk. I went to bed and then I woke up to my roommate who was like a little bit more anal than me. I would, I, I'm a disgusting. A little, I
1: like how you're like a little anal, like he doesn't he doesn't like people urinating on his couch. It's like super super OCD.
2: Chill, dude. <laughs> Chill. It's,
1: so uptight.
2: Yeah. You're acting a little urinal. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> But I remember I woke up. I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "He's like fucking pizza," and then he had like seven fans on it, drying it, and like, right. And I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, I'm such a disgusting." That I'd be like, I take like a cloth, like, we're good.
1: You would just continue using that? let it dry.
2: <laughs> it wouldn't be as much elbow grease put in as he was.
1: putting I, in. I agree with your friend. I think that's <laughs> that's a tough one to get over. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And You up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Let's do another email. Hello, J&J. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for putting out such great podcasts every week.
2: You're walkies. My
1: boyfriend and I listen to you up on road trips and the episodes make time fly by. We also saw Jared and Madison back in May and we are hoping to see him again in Brookfield slash Milwaukee in a few weeks. Wow, these are
2: Great love piece. it, love it, love it. The set will be fairly different. <laughs> <laughs> ish, ish. It'll be more relationship stuff.
1: Please get a you up live show to Milwaukee. Interesting. Ooh, Walktown. Now onto my situation. I like how she's about to talk shit about this boyfriend that they
2: listen to. Right. On the r- road trips are about to get a lot more awkward. Well, they might not be coming to our next show. <laughs>
1: My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year and a half. That is, I have to say, it's ballsy to write in about your boyfriend that you are currently dating that listens to your show with you.
2: Well, she's hoping we're going to take care of this issue for her without her having to say anything.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess, And we'll they could puts, be listening
2: right now. If he
1: puts the pieces together.
2: Do you ever think about that? Like someone's like, like they are listening. We are speaking to them. Yes. Right now. She's like, oh, let's put it on. We road trip. And then here's the beginning. She's going, Fuck. this is me. This Actually, is me. This is me. I don't like this podcast
3: anymore.
2: <laughs> um, Hey, honey! Didn't we go in Madison? Aren't we planning on going to no, Milwaukee? No, no. Our... Must, wow, must be very popular. Aren't we dating a year and a half? My
1: my boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year and a half, and we are both twenty six. He is my first long term relationship, and I see us being together for the indefinite future.
2: Boy, she makes it sound indefinite
1: future sounds
2: <laughs> indefinite. Like,
1: I, yeah. I even got a little <laughs> like
2: nervous. Oh, it's like those ca- a long time those captions like. One year down forever to go on mm. the anniversary. It's in like perpetuity. Yeah. Can you just chill?
1: Yeah. It's a lot. let
2: how yeah. about happy anniversary? Let's take it year
1: by year. <laughs> right. However, when the conversation of exes comes up, I always leave the conversation feeling frustrated and confused. I am his fourth long term girlfriend and the way he talks about his exes concerns me. First of all, he hates talking about them in general. Whenever I ask questions about them, it's like pulling teeth. I'm honestly just curious since I don't have any exes of my own. And as you've said on the pod, how someone talks about their past relationships tells a lot about that person. So I'm trying to get to know him better as well as better our relationship and make sure we don't make the same mistakes as his past relationships. Mm. Second, when we do talk about his exes, he calls them crazy and doesn't really have anything good to say about the relationships. I've always heard that it's a bad sign if your boyfriend is calling his ex crazy, but could it just be that the relationship turned sour If who broke up with who matters, the first two girlfriends broke up with him and the third breakup was mutual. He was cheated on. If he had... It sounds like not exactly mutual. If he had...
2: (laughs) We mutually discussed that she should fuck someone else (laughs) while
1: we're together. If he had one crazy ex, fine, but all three? And now, to get to what prompted me to write this email, we had a situation happen last weekend where we ran into his high school girlfriend, his first ex, and her family back in his hometown. The conversation between him, his ex, and her family felt a little awkward, but he played it off as if, as if it was just an old friend. As in, after the encounter, he didn't tell me that she was his ex. But of course, unbeknownst to him, I knew, about, I knew this was his ex. Of course she did. <laughs> like, wouldn't he know the first thing I did when we started dating was stalk his Facebook and Instagram to make sure I was hotter than all his exes? I'm only kind of joking there. Okay. <laughs> A couple of days later, I asked him why he didn't just tell me that was his ex, and he didn't have much to say besides that he was sorry, I guess. Okay. I feel like if I had any exes and we ran into them, the first thing I'd do after the encounter was tell my boyfriend that it was my ex we were talking to. Why wouldn't he tell me? So what do you guys think? Is how my boyfriend is talking about and dealing with his exes a problem? How should you talk about your exes? I don't know if you deep dived into this topic yet, so any insight you can provide me is much
2: appreciated.
1: Signed, hoping to not be crazy ex number four.
2: Well, she's well on her way. Um, <laughs> well,
1: writing into a podcast that your boyfriend listens to on with you on road trips is probably on the way.
2: <laughs> After telling yes. him that you looked up his high school girlfriend,
1: I would have that. I don't think is crazy. It's I would not have crazy. done. That. That, I definitely
2: would do that. Of course, you go look up the whole backstory. Yeah. I get that.
1: I feel like men stalk women, backstalk women a lot less intensely than women backstalk men.
2: It's definitely less intense. Like, are you going Um, back
1: to, like, if you started dating someone, would you look at their high school pictures?
2: No, it would feel weird. Okay. (laughs) It's too young for you? It's too young. Okay. I don't need to see that. You know, I don't know. I I go back some ways, but, and I, you know, listen, you match someone on a dating app, it says their college, says their profession, says their name, Google, Google, Google all that with LinkedIn, you're going to find them. So I'm not saying I'm above that at all. Um. This is interesting to me.
1: I think it's... I'm To me, it has less to do with the exes and not wanting to introduce them. He clearly doesn't like talking about his exes. Right. Which I understand, in general, I think it's fine for someone to not constantly... not want to talk about certain things. Like, he doesn't enjoy talking about his exes, maybe in the same way that she kind of does enjoy getting to hear about them.
2: Right. And he seems a little immature. Like... It's funny. I went on a date with a woman once and she was like, I was like, what's your story? And she was like, do you want the real story or the cute story? And it's like, well, how about you make the real story cute?
1: <laughs> how about <laughs> like, you figure out how to package this?
2: Right. Yeah. And I don't think he's it sounds like he is not able to package these yeah,
1: things. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of a red flag. Right. That he's calling them all crazy, for sure, but it doesn't sound like he's really gotten fully into it.
2: Right. And here's the thing where I offer him the most empathy. They're not in an even playing field. She's never had a, she she even writes in her email, a very accusatory. uh, So I'm trying to get to know him better as well as better our relationship and make sure we don't make the same mistakes as his past relationships. So it's like, we don't want to fuck up again like you did three, four (laughs) other times. Like he, she has no relationships to talk about. So nothing to really be vulnerable about. And she's asking for him to be the most vulnerable, the most open, the most, yeah. uh, you know, the most introspective. And it's like, that's hard to do when you can't trade stories. So that's, find a sad story of your own to tell. Right. first. <laughs> Get some
1: sad. To no, you. it's true. And also, she says that the two, the two, two of the three, how many of them, four, three four. of them broke up with him sure. and then one cheated on him. So it's like these aren't exactly probably positive experiences that he's really excited to talk about. He probably right. feels insecure about them.
2: Right, they're and all
1: negative experiences for him.
2: And if I tell you, then you'll be like, "Oh, well, if all them wanted to leave him, maybe I want to leave him too." Like right. as far as e, and this works in the ego and all those you know tough things, confidence and jealousy and all those things that none of us are. And it, again, they're twenty six. Right. Like for a man. We don't sit there and talk with our friends and unpack all these things every week at brunch. We don't have a talk about, well, I was really a tearful night cuddling with a friend over the woman who cheated Cheated on us. Like, I've never cuddled with a friend that, you know, that that idea of a hang doesn't exist. So he has no, he has no like muscles built for these mm. conversations. And we're giving him a lot. She she kind of wanted... I do agree, calling all your exes crazy, not a great sign, not a great I way agree. to go.
1: Not introducing you to, or pretending that you didn't... That person wasn't your girlfriend. Also a little weird. It depends, again, this is high school. How how intensely did they date?
2: Right, also? And, and also it is normal for it to be weird with their parents. You're with your new girlfriend yeah. in front of the parents of... The, the girl that used to sneak around their house with like it yeah. is weird. It's all weird.
1: I think she should cut him a little bit of slack. Mm. But I also think she is. I understand why she wants to know more. And I think that she should be able to have those conversations with someone that she wants to that she's in a serious relationship. with. Yes. So but I would maybe approach it differently. I agree with what you said. Maybe start with your own vulnerability about right. something that you feel you know, a little uncomfortable sharing, but would help the person get to know you better. Right. Even if it's not about a past relationship, maybe it's about the lack of a past relationship.
2: Totally agree. W- w- when you've gotten close, when you got burned, you yeah. know, because you're asking him to tell stories about him getting burned. Mm-hmm. And I would, if I were her also, I, I think it's okay. Sometimes I'm, we're, we always give advisors like, it's about this, not this. Like maybe she should. And what you're saying is like come from a different approach. Like I agree. Like it's okay to say, I don't like when you call your exes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think that'd be, that's a more fruitful discussion. Like when you call them crazy, it makes me think that you're just like, you're the problem.
1: <laughs> like, right. Or that they're, like, that they're all crazy or that you're not over it. Right. That's another part where like, it's like you have such a, a negative so strong negative feelings about these people that it makes me think that it's i
2: now i want to know even more what happened right and i think a lot of people when they when they give feedback like that like that's not a discussion that ends a relationship or a good one Someone it doesn't
1: being crazy yeah. or no
2: but like saying i don't like when you call people crazy yeah that's a communication of it makes me feel annoyed when you call people crazy and i think a lot of people hold back on that because they're like worried like oh Well, I don't have the right, you know, we're not there yet. No, that's just how you guys get to know each other.
1: That's how you have a fight that leads you to be closer.
2: Right. Not every fight leads to an ending.
1: Yeah. Some fights bring you, I would say most fights, if had the correct way, actually bring you closer together. Because then that opens up, if you're like, I don't like when you call that person crazy, that opens up a conversation of not necessarily just why he actually thinks they're crazy, but also why, you know, Why he would even, why does he, why he doesn't want to talk about it? Maybe he says, I just, you know, I'm, I don't express myself that well through words and I feel uncomfortable about it. So I kind of avoid that. Yeah. Or something along those lines or whatever his rationale is for not wanting to talk about his past or talk about his feelings. I think a lot of men do struggle with that, especially at 26. They don't have the practice that we have. No. Like you said, talking about it with our friends where we dissect everything and it's, you're not considered like weak or lame to be telling someone that someone hurt you or that you felt really bad about something. I don't think that's something that many men have a ton of practice doing.
2: No. And it is, listen, this is the, the ego of a man, the confidence of a man, the three that left him and one cheated on him. He's like, they would be crazy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm me. My mom says I look good in a suit. Yeah. How could they? They're insane.
1: And I don't think she's going to get the one session where he just decides he's going to st- now he's going to spill it all. Yeah, right. I think sometimes with a lot of people, they're a little bit more guarded. There's a little bit more of a wall and it takes time to slowly tear it down. I mean, Mike's a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like he was like spilling his guts to me about every single bad thing from his past. I think a lot of people you kind of have to... And that's part of getting to be in a more intimate relationship where it's deeper than it was in in the past where you have those conversations relatively naturally. Mm -hmm. And it's slowly you kind of like get more information. I think she wants like the tell-all. Right. She wants the men tell-all. But that's not as realistic unless someone is very... Some men are very well-versed in speaking about their feelings and they feel really comfortable with it. It doesn't sound like he's that kind of guy.
2: Yeah, and... The way she sound off, signed off the email, it kind of lets you into like this dynamic of like hoping to not be crazy X number four. Like, I don't know if that's the perspective you want to have on a role. Like hoping to not be dumped.
1: I think she's saying like he's if he's called them crazy, right? He would call me crazy. No, I understand that, but I'm. Yeah.
2: I guess it's just like the way it's being. Like when she says, even in the beginning, she says that she's like an a indefinite future mm-hmm. like it, to me when you're saying this is the one then maybe you're afraid to have these like right, little so arguments that, so that it
1: would prove you wrong and maybe right. you wouldn't be the one
2: maybe not be the one or maybe they might find out it's not the one for them and I'm ruined at that point no you're gonna be fine
1: yeah well I hope you guys are on the way somewhere great on this road trip <laughs>
2: And I hope you don't have too much
1: time left,
2: right, in the car.
1: Actually, I hope you do, because what a great opportunity to talk about everything we just, uh, all this advice we just. I gave think.
2: You. Well, I think she'll be surprised. He'll, he's sitting there going, "Oh, someone saw my side of this." Discussion. Maybe he'll say thank
1: you at the um, at the show. Where are they? what show are they going to?
2: Milwaukee. <laughs> it's
1: gonna be an interesting. You better get your tickets to Milwaukee.
2: Do you remember us? <laughs> We're the road trip couple. Here's our couple's therapy, Bill. Yeah.
1: You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today The Rider jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy.
2: Uup atpatches.com, uup Red flag or deal breaker, everyone's favorite. J and J, longtime listener since 2017 here. Wow. Oh my god, I feel like that old woman from the awkward sex email. Oh, way back when in oh, yes. 2017, a grand man of a person <gasps> in his huge schlong. I've grown into my adulthood listening to you guys. Taking you through each of my situationships and relationships over the last five years, can't thank you enough for the realness and sound advice, Red Flag or Deal Breaker submission here. I've been seeing this guy for about a month now, and I know I'm really attracted to him. He seems to be checking all my boxes, but every time we get into the car together, he flips down the visor mirror to look at himself briefly. I can't decide if this makes him vain or just genuinely interested in fixing his hair or something. Thought of you guys immediately and wondered what you guys think of this. Sincerely playing Carly Simons, you're so vain. What do you think? I do this. Really, I'm very vain. Yes, I guess. Mike.
1: Th- I, I think Mike thinks I'm pretty. B- I I will do that frequently if I pass a mirror, or if we're like gonna. I think if you're gonna go out too, you just do right. a double check of your your. He does like he he'll make fun of like my mirror face, you know, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the face. Yeah, yeah.
2: The Zoolander yeah. blue yeah. blue steel. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I. It's so funny. I mean, I think this is more common for women than
2: men. Oh, I'm looking in every mirror. Oh, I'm you with are you. too. Okay. I'm, I'm I don't think five. it's a big deal. Yeah. No, it's not a big deal, and also it's just funny to do it in the car, like you're like like hey, on the highway, right? Looking for adventure, you know, like it, it's very like you know like Fonsorelli, you know, cool guy. Yeah, flip it down, flip it up, I, good to go. Like I think, it's a little cheesy, but I, I don't think it's a bad thing.
1: I agree. I think she could make fun of him. Right, she'd be fine. But...
2: How's everything look up there? Yeah, like I don't know, <laughs> all good. It's just like it, it's it's very old school. To to open the yeah, to go flip it down, flip it up. Ready to go. Let's go, girls. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go, girls. Yeah, just it's just like I the visor mirror to me is such a nineties, eighties. It does make you think of like those movies. Right, but maybe that's because we don't drive.
1: Well, also, I would look in my phone camera.
2: Right. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> like, I'm so used to looking myself backwards on Instagram story, too.
2: Right. This guy's doing it old school.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's, co- it's yeah. cool. And his vet. <laughs> um, all right, let's do another one. J&J, Red Flag or deal Breaker. I recently went out with a guy I met on Hinge. A few days later, I was texting with him when I got a text from my best friend. The same guy had just liked her Hinge profile. Yeah. <gasps> She recognized him because I'd shown her his pictures after our date. Ordinarily, it wouldn't have fazed me that he liked my friend's profile, too. But in this case, I was in the picture he'd liked.
2: Maybe he thought it was her. (laughs) (laughs) Was that you?
1: It's confused. (laughs) I'm very clearly in not one, but two photos on her profile. Finding this hilarious, I mentioned it to him over text, and he said he couldn't make out my features in her photos. (laughs) So Red Flag or Deal Breaker, they like pictures of you without recognizing you while talking to you.
2: I like that she's like I found this hilarious. Not, yeah, not at yeah. all. <laughs> she's irritated that he's still on the
1: app liking pictures of her friends.
2: To me, it's it's sending like a clear message.
1: You think he noticed that he he recognized her? I don't know.
2: It is. If I
1: sometimes when we do these dating app makeovers, I can't even. And fair. I've looked at a few of them. I'm like, I'm not even by the fourth one. I'm like, I'm still not really sure which one is you. Is you? Yeah. You guys all kind of look like. Young brunettes. Right. And, mm-hmm. and
2: and obviously you're looking at the profile through your eyes. So right. the picture of your friend is going to be sh- not as clear as you would be. Right. So it would be understandable that he would see this woman's profile and the picture of the other woman yeah. wouldn't be as clear or good.
1: I would say it'd be a red flag at the least just because clearly he didn't enjoy the date that much. If he's not, right. I'm not on his mind enough that he's seeing a picture of me. He doesn't know not to like it.
2: Right. Right. Yeah, this is a tough one because you'd have to. It's an admittance right. that you're like, yeah, it's fun, but we're just chilling. Yeah. Like, if you're down, I at, would
1: be a little turned off by it.
2: Yeah. Because, and also, like, he is active. Like, yes. he That's is another on of he's on these apps. Yeah. He's not
1: only active, but he's um, active and not thinking
2: about you at all, clearly. <laughs> and also not apologetic. I mentioned it over text, and he said, couldn't make you out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, and that,
1: that was like, you? You all look the same to me.
2: <laughs> Just trying to fuck on here. <laughs> like it has that vibe to it. Basically. Let's right. do one more.
1: Okay. Love you guys. Red flagger deal breaker. He has a Christmas tree up in his apartment all year round. I went to a guy's apartment and he did an extravagant Christmas tree up and it was July. The lights were on and it was filled with ornaments. I regret not taking a pic to show you. When I asked about it, he acted like that was a normal thing to do. Deal breaker for me.
2: I mean, especially for you, Jordana, you could have crushed this thing.
1: Yeah, that's absurd. It's July.
2: July. No. Is it fake? I mean, do the... Even if it's fake, you can put it away. Right. Like... I guess my only reason the fake question is because... Is it like getting everywhere? Is it dirt? I would assume it well, goes no, it would bad. Be, it, would ha-
1: it would have to be fake, I guess. Right. Because if it was real, it would be dead by then.
2: Yeah. I mean, acting like it's no big deal is the bigger problem. That's weird. Yeah. Right.
1: Why are you not putting it away? Don't you have any sense of social norms?
2: Right. Oh, it, like if you say, if he was like, it's a joke. I just love Christmas. And it reminds... If he had a... Re- he has to relate this to reality. And re- in reality, there's no Christmas tree up in July.
1: Right. And you have to admit that that's very bizarre. It's like, what if someone had Halloween decorations up in February? <laughs> I'd be like, what is
2: going on? Just, right. I just they were love like, how, so. Yeah. I, what's the movie about the three aunts? Hocus Pocus? I'm just a big Hocus Pocus fan. <laughs> I wanted that to be the theme of my apartment. I'd be like, uh, no, problem a, for another reason. That's someone that's going
1: to embarrass you in a lot of different ways. Right. Going forward. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening to our first episode or watching our first YouTube episode. If you're watching and listening, if you're still an audio person, we um, solved
2: dating again. We did it. And in video format.
1: We did. Don't forget to rate review and subscribe to both our podcasts on Apple or Spotify. And our YouTube page, Betches.co slash YouTube. We'll see you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye. Back next week. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby.
0: Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to uup at Betches.com. Betches.